Oh, yeah. You have to bring... I hope you remembered to bring a map. Mm. Did you get the map item and bring that with you? Otherwise, you can't see the map. Also, that takes up an inventory slot. Oh, would you like to track the monster? You have to carry Mm. paint balls and throw them and hit the monster with them to be able to see them on the map. And they are limited items that take up inventory slots. Yeah, but it's more realistic, though. Yeah, but, like, I... It's a fine. Like, we can just say, like, he mm. always brings a map and it takes up the inventory slot and we'll just ignore that inventory and you'll just have a normal inventory there. Like, mm. it's... Yeah, that stuff's... And, yeah, Yakuza 3 has some of that mm. to it. Mm. Okay, let's get into Chapter 2. Mm. The Ryudo Encounter. Yeah. So, six months have passed since mm. the end of Chapter 1. Mm. We're in summer of 2007. Mm. Uh, Kiryu is extremely slowly cutting, slicing onions extremely carefully. Yeah. Uh, Kiryu is like the opposite of way of the house husband. Uh, He's not like the super competent (laughs) ultra cook. He's trying his hardest to try to be able to do that very Mm. carefully Mm. um, doing that, which is hilarious. Um Making curry for the orphans. Mm. We get a bit here of this first couple of chapters here. There's a lot of like your side mission or your main missions are like deal with small children's problems. Mm. Like uh, Izumi is missing. Oh, Mm. what happened? Oh, she's upset about Mm. something or Mm. like. She was bullied at school because somebody mm. said something wrong. Like yeah. it's it's dealing with tiny problems mm. of small children. Yeah. Um, which Yeah, it's it's funny kid you like dealing with these things mm. after everything he's gone through. Yeah. It's a, a nice change of pace mm. here. Mm. So we deal with a few little bits mm. and then we jump even further. Mm. Another six months later. Mm. Um, where an eviction notice has arrived mm. and there's some guys hanging around. Mm. Um, the Ryudo family. Yeah. Um, so Kitty heads into downtown Ryukyu to deal with the Ryudo. Yeah. Um, mm. Which is kind of our first, I think, is this our first chance to walk around? This is our... I think so, yeah. Yeah. Mm downtown Yuku, which yeah. is the new area, mm. along with Kamurocho. It's actually mm. extremely small. It's like a couple of... It's probably, what, half or a quarter of the size of Kamurocho? Yeah, because Okinawa is not so big anyway. Yeah. It's a tiny little island. Yeah. Yeah. But big Opa. Yeah. Opa. I don't know. It's a, a kind of abbreviation. O- OPA? Yeah. Oh. What's a, is it abbreviation or the, the, what's the name? The, just the pick up capital letter. The, like the, an acronym. Acronym. Yeah. Yeah. OPA. Hmm. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Hmm. So we're back in, yeah, in 
Ryuku walking around uh, trying to find the Ryudo family. Yeah, Opa. 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 That's the one that stood out to you. Yeah. <laughs>、um, yeah, Ryuku's.、Uh, it'll take a while for me to kind of get used to it because,、mm. I mean, previously we had. So far, we've had Kamurocho, which is Kamurocho at this point. Like, it's, you know, the streets like the back of your、mm. hand almost. Like,、mm-hmm. you can know the corners there. And Sotenbori, which got really used to in Zero and mm. Two. Mm.、Um, so, this is one of the first things of getting a really different place.、Mm. I suppose it's kind of. Yuku is probably it's like a, it's still smaller than some of the places you go in, like Yakuza 6 or other stuff. Like, it's still. It is smaller than some of those others. I'd be interested to see it, some of the、mm. places we go to in 5, because I remember 5 has a whole heap of cities, and I can't remember. Kyushu, Kyushu, Hakata. Yeah, and、mm. it's got, but it's got a few more as well. It's got like. Um, Was it? Yeah, it's got Sapporo and all kinds of places. So,、oh, five,、yeah. I think five、mm. has five cities、right. or something. Okay.、And、four、mm. is three, two or three.、Mm. Yeah.、Mm. Um, I'm interested to see how big some of those ones are. And I don't remember those、mm. cities at all either. Basically, if it's not Sotenbori or Kamurocho. Onomichi. Onomichi. Yeah, I remember that mostly.、Mm. Um, but that's probably because it's more recent. Mm. Is it? Was it in six? Yeah.、Mm. Six. And I mean,、mm. Yokohama in like Ijicho in Yokohama in seven is ridiculously gigantic. It's like、mm. twice the size of Kamurocho. So that's a bit、mm. difficult to get to know.、Mm. Um, but yeah, Ryukyu City.、Mm. Um, yeah, it's、uh, still finding a way around and. Trying to figure that out, even、mm. a couple of chapters in.、Mm. Um, so, we're catching up with the Ryudo family, and、mm. we find them just、uh, sitting outside a kombini eating icy poles. Gari Gari Kun. I immediately like the way that they're handling the Ryudo family、mm. in making them like. Small time and like not people don't really take them seriously、mm. is really amusing,、mm. but they probably don't take themselves seriously enough. <laughs>、um, mm. So, the main guy we're dealing with here is Rikia,、mm. um, played by Tatsuya Fujiwara, actually,、mm. which was a surprise when we checked that、yeah. out,、uh, the voice actor. Yeah.、Um, People who have played through Yakuza 6 might remember him being, he's actually him as with his own face、mm. uh, in Yakuza 6. There's actually、yeah. a couple of actors in this game specifically that、mm. uh, reappear in Yakuza 6 as different characters.、Mm. Um, so that was a surprise there.、Mm. Um, so we have a battle with Rikia here.、Mm. Um, we get the full on. Once again, two chapters in a row,、mm. shirt off, let's go. <laughs>、um, so, Rikia 
has a viper tattoo, mm. which is like the symbol of Okinawa mm. um, there. Mm. We find out a bit later that his um, tattoo is unfinished. It doesn't have ah. the eye there. No? Yeah, so oh. his tattoo of the the viper that he's super proud of because yeah. it's the symbol of Okinawa. Yeah. Um, the eye is not there hmm. on it hmm. um, because the artist who is doing his tattoo hmm. uh, died before it was able to be finished. Oh, and no. And he, he was too concerned that other artists wouldn't be able to do it properly, and especially yeah. like artists not from Okinawa wouldn't understand. Hmm. Kiryu is kind of, like, when he hears that, he's a bit like, no, just a good artist should be able to pull out the, mm. the soul of the person or whatever. How can I be a tattoo artist? Uh, I think we've talked about this before. You just have to start doing it. Should I go to the school, college? Tattoo, no, you just become Are there an any college? I don't think so. Not around here. So, apprentice. Yeah. Apprenti- apprentice? Um, so, Rikia, the... Yeah. Shirt the, off. Yeah. Take shirt off. Yeah, and this is, like, the first, like, apart from Majima in the previous chapter, this is, feels like the first big fight of the game. Mm. Um, and getting more of a handle of Yakuza 3's combat here in this fight. Mm. Um... One of the biggest things that I noticed in the combat here, especially with Rikia, is that even straight out of the gate where we've only just upgraded like one level of each of the the skills, because mm. there's that weird leveling up where it's just like you power up one of four areas mm. and then you get skills there. It's, it's not like you've got a tree or a big thing mm. that you're picking things on. Mm. The quick step is insane. You just like w- slide right around. <laughs> if you're locked on, you're just sliding directly be- like around, circling around a guy. Mm. It's like this ridiculous like feel it's like a some weird lost Sega arcade game kind of like a it's a look, kind of like this, the side motion in virtual on mm. um from well, we played in the arcades in qami 2 but like mm. it's ridiculous you're just sliding right around it's mm. so far mm. <laughs> and it, it feels like you should be like warping and leaving uh, after images like it's some like dragon ball move mm-hmm. um yeah that's insane yeah um we beat Rikia and make a deal mm. of going to see the Ryudo boss to mm. sort out this issue with the eviction notices being sent. Mm. Um, as we're going there, everyone in the town is seems to be friends with Rikia mm. and Mikio, who's the other the big guy with the blonde hair, yeah, um, and the really bright purple shirt. He's a henchman of the Likia, isn't he? Yeah, henchman. Yeah. Henchman. What did I say? Henchman. What is the differences between... Uh, e and you. Why I can't say henchman? 
because it's a different word that doesn't exist. What does huntman mean? It sounds like a type of spider. Huntman. Yeah. Okay. Um, Mikio, who mm-hmm. is even more surprising than Rikia, voice actor, that Mikio, the the big chubby bleach blonde hair, yeah. is mm. Daisuke. Mm. Miyagawa. Yeah. Miyagawa Daisuke. The the comedian. Mm. That was even more shocking to me. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, everybody in town is just like friendly to them, but in like a giving them shit way of mm. like teasing them constantly, mm. which I found, I, yeah, again, like the way that they're treated not so seriously mm. to start with, like it's a very comedy, like the whole like, Ryukyu is really like this strange comedy mm. thing of like it's a you know slice of life manga <laughs> comedy yeah yeah where like a kid who is cooking curry and then there's like oh there's some yakuza things but it's just like a joke yakuza mm. no so and then when you when they react something is also really like a comedy stand up comedy yeah. type of thing yeah yeah, yeah. The, the whole thing feels like yeah that kind of uh, like a comedy theater light, type of thing yeah it's not yeah. like an extreme comedy yeah that comedy theater thing mm. like we talked about before how um the some of the sub stories have yeah, that yeah, feel yeah. Mm. and some of the like the way it is like mm. this yeah this whole thing whole start of this game has mm. that mm. um and yeah yeah so we go to ryudo office yeah. and meet nakahara the boss mm. of the ryudo yeah um who is uh shigeru izumiya ah so sorry. he's an actor and a singer he he i think he's he was a singer to start with. Yeah. And then acting more these days, I yeah. think. Yeah. Mm. Mm. So he's a voice actor for Nakahara. Yeah. Um, there's a little girl there drawing who is Saki, who he knew from the prologue mm. there, mm. Um, who is his adopted daughter. Mm. Um, so the eviction notices... Uh, Nakara doesn't really have a choice here because mm. there's the buyer for the land. Mm. So they, the Ryudo own the land on which all of those houses and the orphanage and everything yeah. are on. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're being bought by a big buyer who is something to do with a resort or a military Minister. base. Mm. Um, and he doesn't really have the ability to refuse because like it's tons of money and mm. the situation is mm. kind of being forced into it. Mm. Um, Kiryu sits there and listens to this stuff and is like, hmm, okay, mm. I, that makes sense. I get where you're coming from. And Nakara's like, ah, good. Okay, mm. that's good. You know, we'll, we can find a new place for you, you know, if you need some help, maybe mm. I can give you some money to mm. help you out. And mm. Kiryu's like, but I refuse. <laughs> and Nakahara is like, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> um, yeah, why he can't be flexible? 
Why Kiru can't be flexible? flexible? No, he refuses. If he, okay, if he said, okay, and compromise, and then somewhere, you know, new place for the orphanage, Mm. then sort it, done, finish, end, Mm. the end. But I said, oh, he said, oh, okay, I understand what you said, but I refused. <laughs> well, why? 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 On this, on this thing, Kiryu is stubborn. I mean, Kiryu is always stubborn, but in a stubborn way that just like sacrifices himself for something else. Mm. But here he refuses to sacrifice for the the sacrifice the kids. No, they live there. That's their house. I'm not moving. It's the orphanage. I protect but the if kids. We- if the Nakahara produce the um introduce the better house mm. for orphans, they probably agree, yeah, new house, yay. Mm. Rather than, you know, frumpish house, almost mm. like you know, demolished. Yeah. <laughs> oh. So Kiddu refuses and he's kind of rude to Nakahara as well in this part. Mm. And Nakahara just dis- pulls out a sword, and <laughs> Kiryu stands him down, mm. uh, and still refuses, mm. um, and kind of forces Nakahara to because he was bluffing essentially. Like when he pulled mm. out the sword, he wasn't actually going to do something, but it's just threatening. But mm. it doesn't work mm. because. They still don't realize who they're dealing with yet. Yeah. Um, and that is chapter two. That's all. <laughs> that is all, which was mm. surprising to us. So we just kept going. So, yeah. Chapter three. Yes. So uh, a new thing for You Go Go Talk. We're doing a double episode. Yeah, because chapter two is uh, really, really short. Yeah, because chapter two is like 10 minutes long. Yeah. And that was ridiculous. And uh, we assumed chapter three must be short as well, but it it it's actually it was actually quite yeah, chunk, it's more wasn't substantial. It? Yeah. yeah, I suppose. Like in the previous episode of the podcast, like the prologue, mm. we didn't separate that out. Mm. And chapter two is kind of a prologue to chapter three. Mm. Um. So, chapter three, mm. power struggle, mm. uh, where we get into more detail of the whole Okinawa situation. Yeah. Um it starts off really interestingly for a Yakuza game because this isn't something we've seen before in mm. the way that the presentation is mm. where it's this really extended section of news footage. Yeah, which mm. was a, a really different, it's a, not a unique thing across, but I don't think we've ever had that kind of thing in mm. um, a Yakuza game before. Because usually yeah. the stuff that's happening is not stuff that is in public view. Mm. Um, you just get these weird situations where you have 500 Yakuza cars driving up the highway and nobody pays attention to it or, yeah. you know, thousands of guys walking mm. and fill all the streets. Mm. Um, Reminded me Romeo and Juliet. Oh yeah, mm. the some of the news, news. stuff having mm. the news in there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Mm. Um, 
So we get this extended news report, which is all about the Okinawa, the two deals happening. Mm. Um, so there is the defense situation yeah, with the missile system and base or something. Hmm. Um, which is like... I missed that part. Yeah, there's hmm. the like defense minister guy who's yeah. there to... Uh, coming there to build that stuff. And then hmm. there's another guy coming hmm. to deal with the resort. Hmm. And the news kind of talks about like being oh this thing or this thing like it's a one or the other like mm. one pe- person going for this kind of stuff and mm. one person going for this kind of stuff mm. which we do learn later on that it's actually more connected which yeah. i think is interesting that we start off with like a they from same government aren't they yeah, yeah. they're not shadow minister they no. both minister yeah and it's like yeah. convincing which plan to go with but actually both plans are connected yeah. Um it's kind of an interesting like that we have like the media spin on like oh it's this thing or this thing. Hmm. But actually what we find out near the end of the chapter is that it's the resort is like a sweetener so they can make the military base. Oh yeah. Mm. If either of them fails then they won't do either. Hmm. We have some of the, like, protests against military expansion. Mm. Um, yeah, we would... It's it's pretty, like, typical to have an Okinawa story, yeah. with, like, a political Okinawa story mm. with, like, controversy over military bases since yeah. that's a, such a big thing. Yeah. Like, if Okinawa is on the news in Japan, it's usually something to do with, like, U.S. military bases yeah. or, like, locals complaining about military bases or... Yeah. True. Types of helicopters or something. Yeah. Mm. Um, so, this whole thing is actually Kiryu watching the TV and then mm. turns off the TV. Mm. Um, we get some more kids drama. Yeah. Time mm. uh, with some bullying at school. Yeah. And this asshole teacher. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> kid who calls up the school and gets this jerk teacher who mm. is like, there's a real asshole to him. And we is find ki- out. So is Kid a monster parent? No, because he's just like, what's going on? What? I'm concerned about this. Thing. Like, Kid calls up and is pretty, like, like reasonable hmm. the teacher is a real asshole immediately hmm. um is he pro- over protective parent kid you hmm. no i don't think so not in this circumstance because there's he some just stuff want, going on he, he just, just wants wanted to, to sort know. out oh, okay hmm. um so the bully of the kid at the orphanage hmm. is turns out to be the son of the teacher teacher mm. and then there's some stuff about him like oh that guy is friends with one of the local councillors mm. um yeah how did he turn up the local council <coughs> con- ca- councillor not councillor well, that's where we what's that what <coughs> council member 
council member. Mm. Yeah, so we, yeah, we have the situation with the kid who, mm. yeah, is the the son of the teacher and then the teacher is, like, friends with the counsellor and there's some worry of, like, oh, if it makes a big deal, then um, could make it, you know, kick them out or, yeah. or something like that. Mm. Can I ask yeah. counsellor or counsellor? Counsellor. Counsellor. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, council, member. local council Count- member. Mm, okay. Um, and so Kiryu is going to find and talk to the council member. Mm. Um, and the way to find him is to go to the golf course mm. um, to find him there. Um, we get a opportunity here to uh, explore... <clears throat> Excuse me. Mm. Explore Ryukyu here because we're heading to the golf course. Mm. Um, so we get out and check out some of the stuff that's happening. Did you hop on taxi? No, just wandered around. Oh, to get to, the uh, golf club? We didn't go to the golf club straight away. Mm. We did some other stuff first and checked out the town because it was like the first big opportunity to walk around the town freely. Oh. Um, so checked out the karaoke place mm. um which then i was immediately reminded oh right like I've, I've been so spoiled by the scrolling karaoke in kiwami 2 mm. where it's the single line that scrolls across kind of like the you know rock band scrolls up mm. the same kind of or down or whichever way mm. um but this is the old Back to the original, because this is the first time karaoke was in any of the Yakuza games, because mm. it wasn't in any Yakuza 1 or 2. Mm. They re-put it into Kiwami games. Mm. Um, where it's just a static screen with the line and the things on the line. Mm. But you might have two lines on the screen. Mm. Which is challenging for two two reasons that make it harder than the, the like Kiwami 2 like single scrolling mm. line. And the two reasons are A, sometimes it will swap to a new, like it'll end the two lines on the screen mm. and they'll swap to the next screen and there'll be something straight away. Mm. Oh, right. So who you have mm. to be like ready to press the button immediately. Mm. And the other thing is the individual lines of the song, mm. the tempo of it or the pace of the yeah. how quickly that yeah. thing is moving along that line yeah. is not always consistent sometimes it'll be this line is very slow and then this one is really fast ah because of the connector lyric yeah so it's actually probably more difficult than how it was in later games mm. which is i mean it's the first time it's still cool mm. um it's interesting kid is like Sing the full-on Enka <laughs> style song mm, mm, uh, in there. Mm. Um, and just the one there. Mm. We get dragged into um, some small sub-stories around the place. Mm. Uh, it's interesting the sub-stories don't have any kind of... Like, it's not something pops up on the screen and goes like, you know, the name of the story or anything uh, like that. And most of them are so tiny mm. here. Like, it'll be like you talk to a guy and you you find some guy playing an instrument and then mm. some guys are beating him up and then you beat them up and then he says thank you and you're like, oh, yeah, and then that's it. Like, you just move along. 
Hmm. Um, they're really tiny little, tiny bits. Hmm. Like some of them, I'm not even sure for that. Like, was that a normal fight or a sub story? I'm hmm. not sure. Like, some I knocked into some guys and then they pretended to be hurt and then. So how did you know it's a, that were they were sub stories? So it doesn't say when you're actually like in the moment doing yeah. it. So but how there did is, you know? There hmm. is a sub menu. Like in when you go press option and you go to the menu, hmm. there's like, you know, where you level up, your inventory, the map, hmm. and it's got a sub stories one hmm. where it has those in there and all say which ones you completed. Ah. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's still got that in there, but it's very you know, again, we're back to basics because this is stripped back. This is where a lot of the things that we associate with modern Yakuza games came from. Hmm. Um, so we headed to the golf course. Hmm. Um, took a break from that and got back to the main story. Hmm. The main story, playing golf. Hmm. Um, and we tried to get in to find the guy to talk to, but... Of course, it's a private golf course mm-hmm. where you have to be a member. Mm. Um, and But we ran into a very friendly guy who was like, oh, come on, my the guy who's going to play with golf with me is sick or whatever. Mm. Uh, come on, let's play a few rounds. Mm. Why not? Mm. Um, who turned out to be the local counsellor we were looking for. Mm. Uh, Akasaka. Mm. Is it? Akasaka. Yeah, Akasaka. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Mm. The golf in here is... Um, a lot of the controls are, are fairly similar to the golf, uh, like, driving range in Kiwami 2. That's basically what that the, what that was based off, is this. Mm, mm. Um, and it's a really surprisingly functional, like, arcade golf game in here. Mm. It's interesting how many of the side activities in Yakuza 3 are, like, this is a 100% mm. functional, good mm. arcade game. Mm. If this was in, if I walked into a, you know, Sega arcade mm. in you know, Akihabara and mm. this was there, mm. this wouldn't be a waste of 100 yen. This mm. is all right. Mm. Like, and this golf is, you know, this is pretty good. Mm. You could sell this on. PlayStation Network for mm. 10 bucks and it'd be not a complete waste of money. Mm. Let you play as Majima or something. Um, mm. Yeah, it's good. Mm. We get a lot of chatting about, you know, kids and, you know, oh, what are kids like today? Oh, back in my day, mm. stuff. Oh, yeah, they play too many video games. Mm. Oh. <laughs> How the kids eat your orphanage. Like, it's just chatting in between rounds. Mm. Uh, while it is a fun golf, like, oh, man, I was, I could not get a handle of that putting. Mm. Like, how many times do we have to, like, reset the ball? Yeah. Like, <laughs> to not get, like, a, a negative a plus 10 yeah. score. Yeah, yeah. So, can you, like, how to control, though? Because you're it's always a like a too much, too short, too much, too short. Yeah, I mean uh. the the swing controls are basically exactly the same as the the swing controls in well, very Driving similar. Rage. No, they're not exactly the same. I mm. think they're slightly. There was something that was slightly different that took a second. Like instead of pressing the button and pressing mm. the button, you had to like hold it in and mm. let it go or something like that. Mm. Um, 
the thing that was kept putting me off was the way that the like camera controls mm. and the direction controls mm. it just took a bit to get to used to because it was it, like do you have do you input. have to read grass as well uh, I'm not sure if you have to read the... You have the wind. Mm. Um, I don't think it gives you much in terms of that. It's more like distance and wind and power. That's the, um, It does have like... You can swap between all of the different clubs mm. there. Mm. But yeah, I don't know if it gives you like the, you know, which way it rolls or that kind of thing. Yeah. You just have to kind of eyeball that or learn that, I suppose. Mm. Um. Hmm. Yeah, it's like the the fishing that you can do on the beach. Hmm. Like, I don't know if it's my favorite fishing. Like, the Yakuza Zero fishing is very little. Like, it's just press a button and then mash some buttons. Hmm. This is way more involved than that. Hmm. Like, you have line tension. Hmm. And the fish goes in different directions. Hmm. You have to have the bait that goes to the right like distance hmm. and this kind of stuff. Like, hmm. it's quite involved. Hmm. Um. You know, maybe a month from now where I'm trying to catch, like, the bluefin tuna and <laughs> and spending five hours trying to catch it, then hmm. I'll be sick of it. But hmm. for the moment, like, yeah, that's a pretty decent arcade fishing. Hmm. It has good music. Hmm. Um, I always like the fishing music in Yakuza 3. Hmm. Um, so, we're chatting away with... Akasaka and uh, talking about stuff and kind of becoming like little friends there and finish up our golf game and mm. he's like, I'll have to come over. I've always wanted to see the the mean to go out to see the um, the orphanage, so mm. I'll come out and visit you sometime. Mm. And Kiri's like, sure, yeah, come over. Mm. Um, on the way back, I stopped off to do... Because we got dragged into managing a hostess club again. Uh-huh. Um, Kitty, you managed to do that. <laughs> mm. But this is a very different hostess management. Mm. This is the old style hostess management. Mm. The, this, is, this is also like it is in Yakuza 4 or 5, mm. I want to say. Maybe it's in both. Mm. Um of course, I've never played the Yakuza 3 one because it was removed. This oh, was right. cut out. Oh, this was okay. one of the things that yeah, was cut. Yeah, yeah. So, I, this is all completely new to me. Mm. Um, so, it is it is not the hostess club management of Zero or Kiwami 2, mm. which was the fun like mini game where you put people on tables and mm. swap stuff around and guest grass, mm. ladies grass. <laughs> mm. um, Kind of stuff. Mm. This is a much more like a management sim. Yeah. You're not running the club. Mm. You're not picking tables or stuff. You're kind of like adjusting and training the ho- individual uh, hostess. It's like a more Dabista. Have you heard of Dabista? No. Dabistarian? The game, oh yeah, horse racing game. Yeah, yeah, it's like Uh. that, or like some of them, like a manager game or something. Yeah, Uh. Um, yeah, or like a like those ones where you like have a princess and you have to like a make them a certain way. Yeah, and train them and like put put some makeup on to make her gorgeous or pretty or yeah. 
Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a weird thing. It's weird for a couple of reasons. So mm. you get in there and you find the hostess to hire to your club. Yeah. And then it has some things that are very similar, are very familiar. It has the parts where, you know, you put on different dresses and different hairstyles yeah. and um, some of those things. It was interesting to see some of like, you know, the watches, for example, where yeah. it's like, I've seen that watch before. <laughs> Mm. Wow, they're still using that watch that they made for Yakuza 3 mm. in <laughs> Kiwami 2. Mm. Impressive. <laughs> um, some of those bits and pieces. Mm. So, as you know, you put on the different nails or the different lipstick or, mm. or all these things. Mm. Um, and you're still going for, like, trying to make combinations of outfits and clothes and things mm. towards a certain look. Mm. You know, and I think there's a few different. There's like cute, gorgeous, uh, and some other ones. I I don't know. Sexy. Yeah, maybe. Mm. I'm not sure. Mm. But it's like different appearances. Yeah. You're going for, and mm. that fills up. You know, your standard. Um. You know. The graph. graph yeah. You know, the, mm. where you're filling up the different parts on there. Yeah. Um. You know, like the persona. Yeah. The, uh, making the your pen personality. pentagonal yeah. shape. Yeah. Yeah. That. That same one. Mm. The one that's really satisfying to fill out all the way. Mm. Um, and, but the tricky part is here mm. that, you know, you're trying to fill up that, like mm. you were doing in Yaksa Zero or that. Yeah. You're like, okay, what do I got? I'm going sexy, funny, cute. Yeah. Or that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, except in that one, mm. you could, in, Zero, Kiwami 2, when mm. you were doing that, mm. you could see what effects the different things had. Yeah, like a A, B, yeah, C. Yeah, like, oh, the, this one yeah. made this one go up and that one go down, yeah. or that kind of thing. Mm. Here, that is a complete mystery. <laughs> you have to put the clothes on mm. and buy them. Mm. And then once you're finished all that stuff, then the graph, like, changes. Mm. <laughs> so, what? Mm. Now, it is one of those things like the business in Yakuza 7 where you're not actually using your money. Mm -hmm. Like you get gifted some money and that's the money that goes into the business and the business money stays the business money, which yeah. is thankful. So, I don't have to dump hundreds of thousands of yen into buying different outfits right. of Kiryu's own money. Yeah. But it's just impossible. You can't see what anything does. You need a recipe. Yes. And mm. I'm pretty sure here that mm. like... Hairstyle, like hairstyles had effect before, mm. but I think like I'm not sure how far it goes. Mm. I'm pretty sure that mm. like the color of your lipstick does different things, or the hair color, or oh. the like what type was mm. it glossy lipstick? Oh, well, that's more like pretty or gorgeous or something, mm. which is like I went through once, and I was like, I don't know, <laughs> no, this is too, this is mm. too far, yeah. Um, thankfully there are some decent guides online where it's just like, okay, hmm. you want to wear, okay, guys, let me clue you in. You want to <laughs> wear the, this, this dress and you have these nails, mm -mm. this watch, mm. this hair, and mm. it needs to be this color. Second row, uh, column, column two, row <laughs> five, that hair color, yeah. uh, column two, row two, that, uh, like a eyelashes color, yeah. 
this number two eyelashes, mm. like a, a full recipe of yeah. <laughs> every single piece. Nice. And it's like, if you do mm. all of this, then it maxes out every stat. And I'm like, okay, thank you very much, <laughs> Internet Man. That I will do. <laughs> I'll do that. Because um, that's only the first part. Like, you have that and then you have, like, some training, I guess. I haven't got to that yet. Mm. Where you train up, like, to boost their skills that's mm. so you've got appearance and then you've got skills yep. of like oh they're better at talking or mm. better at i don't know yeah they know more about sport i don't mm. know yet mm. um but yeah it's it's a like you've got three sessions where you go out and walk around the club and then you see people and everybody's going like i wish i i really like a gorgeous hostess yeah yeah i, I really like a gorgeous hostess yeah mm. yeah, yeah. Um, then you have to and like, um, I wonder what I should make her. I think I should make her gorgeous. Just, yeah, oh. I think so. Huh. Gee, I wish there was some gorgeous <laughs> hostesses at this club. Mm. Hmm. Okay, I, I think I got the clue. Mm. Um, so you go around and figure out what people want and then you make the adjustments mm. in between and yeah. then you go out for another session, see mm. how they're going. Mm. You go back, you can fine-tune and then mm. there's a final session Right. Um, where you can... So see how so they're doing. So every everybody looking for gorgeous, or everybody looking for a pretty, or is it depends on the day rather than depends on customers? Yeah, I I'm not sure yet. It'll be hmm. interesting to find out. But yeah, it's a, it's a lot more like there's a lot more hidden in this. Hmm. Like the previous one was really clear. Like they want this, they want that. Put that in smiley face. Great hmm. done. Hmm. Yeah, you know, get, go, go so it's, it depends on customer. So uh, uh, he's looking for pretty or he's looking for talk or he's looking for gorgeous girl. I guess. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But the, the, in this, it's like the, you have to this, go around yeah. and get a sense of what people are looking, looking for. for. And mm. I think it'll probably get more complicated as we go. Like maybe it'll be like the way they're talking and then you have to figure out, okay, I need to get like a you know better talking. So you have to... They adjust one hostess each day. Yeah, like in in three sessions, you can do some like training or stuff in between. Again, it, yeah, it has that kind of like individual, like a princess trainer or something like that. <laughs> yeah, to make them the number one, they like get up the ranking of the, okay. the hostess. How many hostesses? Hostess? I think there's a do few you, you can. I've got one. I think there's a few you can go through, but it's more like focused on making this hostess really great rather hmm. than like I've got my team and these are bronze right. ones and I chuck them away. Um, it's not <laughs> like... <laughs> uh, Don't yeah, chuck it's, them it's, away. It's a, a different and weirder thing. Hmm. And it does have that like that overwhelming feeling hmm. that old management games have. Hmm. It's like it's almost that feeling of like when you're, you know, you know, when you're, I remember, you know, back in the day when I was a kid and like, oh, wow, you can download Super Nintendo games on a computer now. Cool. I've got to see all these things and like, oh, what's this? Nobunaga's ambition. All right, let's load this up. <laughs> oh, I have no. no idea what's going on. What's happening? No. Why is this map here? Mm. I don't, what? Mm. Um, Yeah, it, it has a bit of that feeling of like, it's not a modern management game where it gives you like lots of stats to fine tune mm, mm, everywhere mm, it's the mm. old management game so where it's quite it's like, serious yeah i'm not sure how much is like 
how much I'm projecting onto this mm. to make it feel like it's something is really happening or mm. how much is this is my imagination or how much is this is, is real of like, mm. does it actually matter if I change the color of her um, blush mm. or lipstick? Mm. I'm not sure. Maybe it does. Mm. Um, yeah. So it's like hidden values in mm. there. And not sure exactly what's going on. And then it's like, okay, well, that seemed to work. Yeah, we can find out later. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I'll continue with that, I guess. It's not mm. grabbing me as much as the other ones, but I'm vaguely interested. But I think it's going to be another one of those situations where it's like, okay, I'm just going to get the guide that says exactly what to do and mm. follow it and mm. done. Mm. Um, I'm suspecting that is in my future. <laughs> we head back to the orphanage mm. and Akasaka is uh, already visiting us. <laughs> um, Shiro comes home. Shiro was the boy who was being uh, bullied. bullied before mm. and he's got a blood nose because mm. Kiryu had told him before, like, okay, mm. you know, stand up. Mm. You know, that, that classic, you know, dad advice. Stand up for yourself. <laughs> Um, <laughs> um, Hashimoto, the shitty teacher, is uh, comes and is really angry mm. with his crappy kid, mm. who's a jerk, mm. <coughs> and obviously spoiled. Yeah, spoiled mm. kid who mm. like gets really angry and then runs off. Um, mm. And Akasaka is watching the counselor councilman's watching the whole thing mm. and is like, "Whoa, that kid! Oh, he sucks!" Oh. Mm. Mm. <laughs> His, you must must be trouble for you, teacher, working with that kid. Oh, well, his parents must be garbage. <laughs> and Hajimoto is like, oh, um, problem solved. Mm. Um, we sorted it out. Um, problem solved, and Akasaka heads off, and then we immediately have brand new problem. He's stolen money. <laughs> this isn't quite the uh. 10 billion, the billion yen mm. uh, stolen money from before, but <laughs> we have the stolen money of the kids. Mm. Um, we get a lot of fantastic, uh, really like a stomping, marching kid walking animation here where they're just walking with like both their arms fulling, swinging, mm. uh, stiff walking kid animation, which mm. I really enjoy. Mm. Um so, we have to bring all the kids together around the table and, like, try and talk out who stole the money, um, which immediately turns into a big, like, finger-pointing exercise where everybody's yeah. turning on each other. Mm. Um, and then we find out who yeah. the person who took the money was mm. which I think you got all that the notes for that one. What did I? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the Ayako's money was stolen. Yeah. Mm. Although she actually borrowed it off uh, Taichi. Ayako borrowed money from Taichi. Yeah, it was Taichi's money originally, but then we just focused on it being Ayako's. Ah, so Ayako borrowed the Taichi's money. Yeah. Why? I don't remember. I can't and remember. The kids, they do dumb stuff. Mm. And then it got stolen from her bag. Yeah. 
and it was the area, no? one mm. of the kid, the little girl, little with the girl, pigtail. Mm. So she actually stole, not st- stole. Is it stole? She kind of borrowed. Yeah, she like borrowed without permission. She was yeah. going to pay back, but yeah, because she wanted to go a movie mm. with the classmate. Yeah, because yeah. there was a thing of how the the other kids never ask her out because they're basically poor. Yeah, and d- can't afford to do things, but they asked this time. Yeah, so she didn't want to get left out. Hmm, that's a bit sad thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, and then Eddie talked to talk talk to the kitty, mm. and uh, or. Osoka, the kind of thing. Mm. And then Ayako came close to them, Larry and Kiryu. Mm, down the beach. Down the beach. And hug each other. Yeah. Um, cause Happy she, end. Yeah, because she actually knew that it was her and didn't want to say anything. Mm. But then did say stuff about it being stolen, but then... And then Kiryu didn't want to actually, they didn't want to say because what really happened because people were getting angry about everything. So mm. Kiryu covered it up. Yeah. I it was just like, yeah. oh, I f- actually, I forgot. I found money outside and it turns out uh, I must spend that money. Yeah. And Eri found it or something like that. That's mm. kind of, you know, bury the, uh, the stories. Mm-hmm. Mm, among three of them. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's kind we, of a white lie. Yeah. Yeah. So that was the. Our kids corner for. Yeah. That part. I'm sorry. I didn't pay attention much. No. I, no. That's good. Yeah. 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 So. Rikia shows up. Yeah. Uh, immediately calling Kiryu Aniki the entire time. <laughs> And asking a favor. Mm. So does uh, everybody knows the what what does Aniki mean? Yeah, you can. A- Aniki means a uh, like a big brother or something. Yeah, yeah. Oh. It's a kind of thing that yeah, like a lower down yakuza guy would call it the boss he follows around yeah, or yeah or Yankee kids or that kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Mm. Um. Apparently, Saki has disappeared. Yeah. Um, the girl who Nakahara adopted. Mm. Uh, we can't go to the cops. I mm. mean, firstly, can't go to the cops because it's Yakuza business, but also because Saki was never actually officially adopted. Mm. Um, Nakahara uh, took Saki because her parents were complete garbage. Mm. Uh the father was like a gambler and gambled mm. all their money away. Mm. Uh, her mother was like a real sleazy mm. who didn't care about her at all. Yeah. And so he adopted her mm. and took her in. And mm. Saki is also mute. Mute. Mm. Yes, from trauma. Yeah, mental block. Yes. Mm. Kind of like uh, Makoto's blindness. Mm. Um. And throughout this entire part, again, Ricky Rikia is, is just constantly like, Aniki, Aniki. And then Kiryu 
eventually it's like, Chodomate, wait, wait a second. <laughs> What's with all this aniki? I can't, mm. like, I'm not a Yakuza member. I can't have a, a Yakuza member mm. calling me aniki the whole time. Mm. And he's like, oh, okay, I got it, aniki. Sorry, sorry, aniki. Let's go. Okay. Let's go, aniki. <laughs> 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 Again, like the the like comedy aspect of mm. this is uh, mm-hmm. still pretty great. Mm. We head over to the Yudo office where Nakahara is a uh, super drunk mm. uh, and wrecking the place, mm. um, smashing everything up, mm. completely wasted and drunk and crying about mm. Saki disappearing. Mm. Um, Kiryu is going agrees to help find her, mm. um, and. F- the first place he goes is the place that they haven't checked yet, which is Hatsumachi, which is the Tamashiro turf, yep. which is the mm. rival Yakuza game. Mm. Um, so we head up there and immediately run into Tamashiro goons on the street. Yeah. Uh, who lets slip something about a brat. Mm. Um, and we find out that Saki's mother... Mm. Um, who we suspected that she must have might have disappeared because we heard something about her mother being back in town. Yeah. Um, but Saki's mother is uh, sleeping with the Tamashiro boss. Yeah. Um, so they're in there mm. in the Tamashiro office that we mm. head over to. Mm. Um, as we're we head over to the Tamashiro office and tell Rikia to go get the boss and he'll deal with the situation. Mm. Um, and we run into Kamiyama, the weapons dealer, who is actually the guy that we ran into. Kiryu mentions like, oh, I've seen you somewhere before. Um, because he was in, well, I'm not sure about, I guess he was in Yakuza 2 because he was in Yakuza Kiwami 2. Mm. Um, he's the guy that we bought the unlimited pistol from. Oh, <laughs> that's why I didn't know. Outrageous, broken okay. <laughs> weapons. Yeah. Um, he operates out of a creepy van with a creepy guy inside now. Mm. Um, so he was in Kiwamitu after storyline. Yeah, I mean, you could see him before the storyline. I just never managed to. Oh, right. He didn't go around okay. that corner. Yeah. Um, so we're heading into the um, Tamashiro... Uh, basically our first dungeon of the game, mm. the Tamashiro office. Mm. Um, and it's really, this is, gives us a lot more opportunities for different mm. um, heat actions as we're getting in here. Mm. It's really funny how, I find the heat actions in Yakuza 3 way more hilarious. Mm. Because they're so fast. It just happens. Mm. Like, heat actions in the games up until this point mm. have had, like, a real, like, a wind-up and then, like, a big crunch or something. And, like, mm. you know, Q will pull back their fist and then punch the guy in the head against the wall or, like, mm. pick up the guy and there's, like, that anticipation of throwing him nuts first into a, a telephone pole or mm. um, that kind of thing. Mm. But these ones are just like, snap, the guy is thrown through a window immediately. <laughs> like, it's just like, no. bang, through a window. Hmm. Um, Remember, he you throw the uh, thugs into the water. Yeah, and they and do like three like flips. Like, yeah. <laughs> splash. Mm. Um, yeah, like, all the heat actions are like super, super fast. Mm. Like, they just come out instantly. There's mm. no, 
uh, yeah, that doesn't have that anticipation element of the heat actions in the other games we've played mm. so far. Yeah, so like it's just like you're stabbing a guy in the against the wall. Like mm. it's just like oh that guy got stabbed. Mm. Oh that guy got thrown through windows. Mm. Bang out the window. Yeah, which makes them like more shocking and surprising and hilarious. Mm. Especially the first times. Like, first time you see a heat action is always, like, a shock and a hilarious. It's like seeing a, a fatality in Mortal Kombat for the first time. It's like, whoa! Mm. <laughs> um, the surprise. Of like, oh, that guy's spine is out. Mm. <laughs> um, but here it's like, oh, that guy just went out a window. <laughs> that was quick. Yeah. Um, yeah, so lots of opportunities for weird ones in here because there's tons of weapons. Mm. I noticed, interestingly, in some of these fights... Like the the way that the enemies fight here is a little bit different or interesting. Like I noticed, guys, enemies were picking up objects way more hmm. than I noticed previously. Like enemies do pick up objects in some of the other games. Like sometimes, not super often but here it was just like oh that guy just picked up a, a office chair and mm. he's hitting me with an office chair mm. like and he picked it up again mm. like it's much more often mm. i've seen tons of criticism for yakuza 3's combat where like enemies block too much or stuff like that and i mm. guess yeah maybe like that hasn't become too much of a problem just yet mm. but um, they don't use the guns much Either. Yeah, I mean, we haven't run into many guns guys oh. here, oh. but I, I think, I don't think we're going to have, like, Kiwami and Yakuza Zero. Like, that's where those are. The land of dangerous guns mm. is Yakuza Kiwami. Kiwami. Mm. I think mm. we've passed by, we've passed through that now. Mm. We're mm. at the other side, mm. where no more like getting shot a ton of times by the final boss in mm. Kiwami. Like, we can we put that behind us, mm. uh, thankfully. Mm. Um, so, we head through there and get up to the top with Tamashiro and mm. uh, Saki's mother, mm. who is horrible. <laughs> um, and a horrible face as well. Yeah, mm. and then Tamashiro is really horrible too. Mm. Um like talks about Saki being a bargaining chip and yeah. then slaps Saki's mother when she's like, oh, we'll be together. And she's like, why? Mm. I thought we'd be together. <laughs> then like tries to slash across her face with a knife. We, oh, yeah. Yeah. Like. So close. Yeah. I, she thought, managed. She, I thought she did get slashed immediately yeah, the first time. But, but she, she managed. She just managed. Yeah. Like Tamashiro is a fantastic scumbag piece of shit like it's there's a a real like scum level to him which yeah. is very entertaining mm. also the like bright red suit and like the hairstyle and the glasses everything comes together it's a perfect like yeah all together like oh what a piece of shit mm. this is great mm. um we get the boss fight against him um which he has a couple of phases in there mm. with like a knife and then the knuckles ah yeah knuckle as well yeah Hmm. now he didn't use gun no i don't think so here's something that i 
can't actually recall. Did he have yeah. multicolored health bar or just one long health bar? Uh, one long health bar? Yeah, I think yeah. maybe because Majima just had one health bar, didn't he? We didn't have yeah. like the purple, red, green. I don't think so. Things. No. Maybe that is a later edition. Mm. Um, I have to keep an eye out for that mm. in future. Yeah. Um. Again. But he he has a he had a heat action. Yeah, he did, and he had like a power up, like a, a aura around. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. Because uh, before he used the sword. Mm. He used sword, and a heat action. He switched to punching. Yeah, he like style. went to a different phase. Yeah. Like once we got his health down a certain way, um, he also had like the like in between part where he had to like dodge his punches, mm. pressing the buttons, that kind of thing. Mm. Um, again, just like the Ryudo, he doesn't actually know who he's dealing with, mm. um, and is super shocked when he, of course, gets. The shit kicked out of him. Yeah. Um, at which point Nakahara and Rikia burst in. Hmm. And Saki, I just have a, a note here hmm. that is Saki's mother sucks. <laughs> and sucks has three U's in it because she's <laughs> garbage. Hmm. Um, where, because uh, Nakahara bursts in and then they're like, you know, you want to come on back or this kind of thing like oh i'm sorry and then she's like that kid's garbage she ruined my life mm. F- fucking have her whatever mm. i'm out of here mm. <laughs> there mm. um she's just the worst mm. awful or, or mm. she thought saki must be happy with nakahara rather than with her so she just said that. Oh. Then Nakahara can uh, adapt her without hesitation. Yeah, I don't. The twisted love towards oh, her. Okay. Mm. This is this is what the backstory would be if this was an episode of One Piece, uh. <laughs> <laughs> where it's like, oh, they pushed them away, but actually they still yeah. cared. Or something. Yeah. No. Uh, no, I think she's just terrible. Right. Okay. Um. We have a look because we are, and we're not sure, like, oh, is she going to take back or this kind of thing? And we have a look in the sketchbook and there's the drawing of Nakahara. Yeah. Um, and Saki returns mm. to Nakahara. Mm. Um, all good. Mm. Uh, we head back to Ryudo HQ mm. where <laughs> Kiryu is being forced to swear an oath uh, with Nakahara. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this, like... Kiryu immediately being forced into like a low level Yakuza business mm-hmm. when he's just like, I, I just want to deal with this stuff. Could you stop mm-hmm. calling me Anarchy, please? Stop, <laughs> stop, stop this. No. Um, is fantastic. And it, even more so, like with Nakahara really liking him and like, come on, let's drink. We it. are sworn oh, brothers. Sworn brothers, come on. Drink the sake. He's just like, ah, please, no. <laughs> um, and then I was shocked. Yeah. Because the door opens and Daigo steps in. Mm. Under, under, but it is Daigo. Slightly. I, no, I got, 
you you think he's got a weird face. I think he looks fine. He no, looks he like he dark. was he was clearly he was under vibe. <laughs> 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 Daigo's fine. Um, <laughs> we find out that the Tamashiro were originally a Tojo offshoot, like they were a thing to give a foothold for the Tojo clan in mm. Okinawa, mm. Um, and the connected to the resort plan to get mm. land mm. there mm. um but the way that tamashiro was doing stuff was all wrong and daigo wasn't happy about that mm. um again that amusing thing of like how dare that criminal organization did you know he was doing crimes <laughs> That's out. Uh, how he, I'm kicking him out of the Tojo clan. Mm. How dare you? Mm-hmm. I organize. This is an organized criminal organization. Mm-hmm. We don't accept criminals here. Get out. No crimes. Um, mm-hmm. I love. <laughs> I love that part of Yakuza. Mm. <laughs> it's like that the stuff in the Majima stuff we were, we were dealing with before, where it's mm. you know, oh, these guys, they they got they're doing it bad. They were doing bad stuff and getting money through illegal means. Did you know they're doing illegal Are you, stuff? With, with dignity, without dignity. Ah, that is an important right. part for the Yakuza business. Yeah. Yes. Mm. Beating up guys and taking their money, okay. Mm. But you beat up guys and you took their money. How dare you? Get out. You're banned forever. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um... So, this is really crazy how Daigo is just like, oh, yeah, I was brought in by the defense minister. Mm. It's like, okay, yeah, I know the Yakuza series has, like, this whole, like, you know, the connections between the underworld and the politics. Like, Mm. that's throughout, like, every game Mm. in the series Mm. that's left. Mm. But it's, like, a little bit too easy where Daigo is just like, oh, yeah, I was brought in by the defense minister to... (laughs) help uh, protect the deal um because that stuff we talked about before the resort and the base are like a one set mm. so i have to re- get the resort in to like make people in okinawa feel because okay about talk the new about base. talk about the land mm. so land property yakuza yeah so it's like they're yeah, it's it's Daigo is there as like a representative of like the Tojo group, but as like a like a real estate business type thing. Like, oh yeah, we own some land, we can talk about a deal here. Hmm. Never mind about all that crime. Crime? Hmm. How how dare you insinuate? We don't hmm. do crimes in the Tojo clan. Hmm. Um Yeah, so we have the resort and base deal so mm. trying to shore that up mm. um he's there with toma who is like a mm. the secretary yeah the secretary of the defense minister mm. and toma is like like toma could you calm down for a second mm. you only talk like a a villain here mm. Mm. he talks in the most like extreme like I'm going to be a villain later mm. way. Mm. It's just like, mm, chill out a bit, Tom. Mm. <laughs> um, but eventually, like, this is a deal that might happen later. 
Like hmm. as Daigo says, that as long as he's the the chairman, he's not going to mm. take away Kiryu's land. Because mm. um, I mean, it's a big deal. It, it could happen years and years in the future anyway. So, yeah. Um, it doesn't seem because Daigo's still young. Okay. Yeah. So mm. he's going to let Kiryu stay there, mm. which is what the stuff we saw in the prologue. Mm. He was really committed to. Yeah. Um, we're still way out from. Mm. Where the prologue is, I assume we'll get to that in the next chapter. Mm. Or pro- yeah, I would imagine with how much has happened here, mm. that stuff that was in the prologue with Nakahara being shot will probably be the next chapter. Mm. Um, spoilers? No, it already happened. Um, mm. So Daigo promises he's not going to take Kiryu's land, and then he's leaving. He's like, "Oh, goodbye, fourth chairman." G- goodbye. Um, <laughs> People can't see you doing that underbite. <laughs> um, and yeah, it leaves, says goodbye, fourth chairman, mm. and then goes. And then Nakahara is like, mm, mm, hold on. Mm. Fourth chairman. He wouldn't be saying like a, the chairman of the Tojo clan, would mm. he? Mm. And Kiryu's like, mm-hmm, yeah. And he's like, wait, Kiryu, what? The dragon of Dojima, that's I. I was going to make an oath with the. Oh my god! And mm. again, fantastic comedy set up there, like a, like obvious punchline stuff, but like mm. I like it a lot. Mm. Really corny way. <laughs> yeah, really corny. Corny way to finish. Yeah, yeah. like oh no, mm. that's who that was. Mm. Um. Yeah, like the whole thing is, and that is the end of that chapter. Mm. Um, all the Okinawa stuff does have like that corniness factor to it, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, like every part of it is the like. It's like the budget TV show. <laughs> like this is a Ooh. NHK, like a. Like a low stakes budget TV show. It looks yeah. like the you know the morning drama yeah. like level budget. Yeah, which I think actually weirdly the like old graphics helps sell that a bit more. Mm. It makes things like the the office like the set. It makes it look more like a set. Because, yeah. like, some of the walls look like they're just, like, a wall of a set and yeah. a bit fake-ish. Mm, mm. <laughs> like, it kind of helps sell that feel to it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, that, like, early morning, yeah. 15 minutes. 15 TV, minutes. minutes like TV a drama light, every day. <laughs> light, yeah, mm. morning TV drama, drama. on mm. NHK. Okay. Yeah, it mm. th- th- has that feel to it. Mm. And that corniness yeah. of, like, everything with the kids, mm. kind of corny. Like, yeah. Rikia, Ryudo stuff, yeah. with like a goofy, like, yeah. there's a little bit of drama and then yeah. a little bit of comedy. Yeah. Um, the Daigo stuff is, is doesn't really fit in there. It's like, it's, it's that's why it's so shocking seeing Daigo walk through mm. the door because, like, you're not in this, you can't exist here. Yeah. You're in the other stuff in yeah. Kamarocho. That's a different style of, yeah. of story. Mm. You can't just step in here and then bring all that stuff down and then, like, walk out and then it's back to the corniness. Mm. Um, yeah, I, I like the Ryudo 
corniness, like yeah. Mikio and Rikia Nakahara. Like it's mm. it's just those three guys. Yeah, <laughs> there's there's no Tonjo <laughs> clan or anything. It's just these guys, mm. and they have an office. Mm. And it's kind of cheap. Mm. <laughs> um, I'm enjoying that part. Yeah, and then Nakahara's tattoo is a interesting design: high whiskers and shisa. Yeah, we haven't yeah. seen the Shisa yet. I mean, it's on the loading screen, so yeah. you can see it there, but yeah. we haven't seen it in-game yet. Hmm. But yeah, that Shisa, the, which you see everywhere in Okinawa's. Okinawa. Yeah. Like it's sort of like four when you walk out the door yeah. of the orphanage everywhere mm. there. Mm. But yeah, the way that he's, he's got like the traditional like sleeve patterns, mm. but then instead of having the other flowers that Pion- you might have, like peony yeah, or something mm. there, it's got the hibiscus. Mm. That's really, that's a cool, like the yeah. fine details mm-hmm. of like, mm-hmm. these are Okinawa guys. Yeah. He's a viper. Mm. Um, I yeah. like it. Mm. Yeah. The, yeah. The Okinawa stuff is, it's interesting how much it has like a different vibe to it. Mm. Even Tamashiro, like, he is like horrible, but yeah, in like oh, this is the threatening part of the like low stakes mm, drama. Mm. You know, it's it's a soap opera, mm. or you know, yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah. Mm. Okay, mm. so that is it for chapter two and three. Mm. Mm. Um, I suppose we'll find out next time mm. how long chapter four is. If it's the same length as three, I'd expect it that we're not going to do another chapter if it's the same as three was. Three yeah. was a decent chapter. It was yeah. just two was like we got to the end of two and it was like, I have one page of notes. Mm. That's not an episode. Mm. <laughs> I just wrote down their name. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Yeah. Mm. So, yeah, Yakuza 3 is, I mean, it's not really going yet. Because we haven't got any, like, the main story stuff. Mm, mm. But, like, the back story setup stuff mm. is working its way in there. Yeah. Um. So, we'll continue along there. Mm. All right. That's it for mm. this time. Mm. You can send us an email. That's it. Mm. That's it. Yeah. For this chapter. Again, they can't mm. see you sticking your chin. <laughs> Daigo didn't look that terrible. It looks okay. He did. He he. <laughs> okay, I'll maybe I'll put up a, like a comparison thing and see mm. what people think. Mm. Um, so, rugapodcast at gmail dot com. talk on Twitter. Mm. Until next time, remember. Kill you. Never killed anyone. Bye. Bye. Let's see.